14th July, Daddy's Shadow, posted 15th July, 2022. Ben's off the deep end now, and what better metaphor to symbolise that than having him back at Mitchell Manor? We first see Ben as the episode opens, still in custody as he waits for news. The door opens, and the solicitor queen herself, Richie Scott, bustles in towards Ben. He takes that as a bad sign, making reference to the fact that Richie's always on holiday when they need her. Or maybe she lives in Alicante now, since Phil was apparently in prison for life and she wasn't needed anymore. Who knows? She ignores the comment and tells Ben that they can probably charge him on Peter's statement alone. Would love to read that statement, considering he'd have admitted in his first statement that he didn't see who it was that attacked him. So in the meantime, he'll do a no-comment interview. Ben nods his understanding, reluctantly. We don't see the interview itself, so I can only assume he actually did what he was told. Sam brings Ben up when she's speaking to Phil in the bar, assuring him that Ben will be fine with Richie's help. She thinks Richie is the one who got Phil out, not realising that it's because Phil agreed to grass for Keeble. So because of that, Phil's less sure about Ben's chances, raging about Peter. And he's uncomfortable when Sam says that no one likes a grass. Hmm. She suggests to him that he sort out a room for Ben when he gets out, since he can hardly live with Peter now. Meanwhile, Kathy's round at the restaurant trying to reason with Peter. She acknowledges how wrong it was of Ben to do it, but insists that Ben wouldn't cope in prison right now. Peter's unsympathetic, pointing out that he managed before. Did he, though? Did he really? Have you met your uncle, Peter? And he tells her that Ben being in a bad place is completely self-inflicted. She doesn't let that slide and tells him it's more than that but still not wanting to betray Ben's trust by telling him the full truth. It's probably difficult, though, in the face of Peter pointing out the seriousness of what Ben did to him. He says that if it was anyone else, she'd be backing Peter no questions asked. And I mean, of course. Ben is her son. Peter must still be in shock that Ben's being put before him because it wasn't always the case, especially when Ian was still around. It's killing Peter that he's not in on whatever it is that's making Cathy protect Ben over him. He wonders if Ben's got something over Cathy, or if he's just made her feel sorry for him for cheating on his husband. The urge to tell him is strong, it must be, but Cathy keeps quiet, just telling him that if he only knew, and pleading with him not to go ahead with the statement. But Peter refuses, resolute, and the conversation is over. Speaking to Jay in the cafe later, Cathy admits she nearly told Peter the truth, thinking it would make things better, make Peter understand. But Jay doesn't think so. He might be right. It is Peter we're talking about. Cathy frets about the possibility of them charging Ben and acknowledges how much of his life she's already missed out on. And funnily enough, this isn't the last time Cathy's role in Ben's life is mentioned in this episode. She wants to do anything she can to help her little boy, wanting to take his pain away. I think anyone hearing this could probably relate. Jay doesn't know what else they can do other than wait, but obviously that's not cutting it for Kathy because she's at the police station a few scenes later giving a statement of her own. She's telling them that Peter must have been mistaken because she was with Ben when he found Peter outside. She places herself at the scene to give Ben an alibi. The detectives are suspicious, but Kathy points out that it was her grandson that was attacked, so why would she lie to protect her son if he really did it? She's doing her best to convince them, and when they're still sceptical and wondering why Peter would accuse Ben of being the attacker, she brings up Lewis and how she thinks he told Peter in retaliation for being fired. 
They promise they'll speak to Lewis, so I wonder how exactly that's going to go, if they accuse him of lying to them for revenge. I guess Peter must have told Cathy how he found out off-screen, because we never actually saw him reveal it was Lewis who told him. One wonders why she couldn't have said the same thing to Peter as she's saying to the police now, but maybe she didn't want to lie to Peter, or just didn't think to and put on the spot by him. Her efforts end up paying off, and the first person to find that out is Peter, when Ben confronts him in the kitchen of the restaurant. Like a vision he is, of Peter's worst nightmare. Their scene in the kitchen is very reminiscent of a classic Ian and Phil confrontation, and I dare say that's what the show was going for. Ben seems chillingly calm as he picks up a meat mallet to examine, as Peter asks him what he did to get bail. Did he pay the cops off? Ben replies, he didn't have to. Obviously Peter doesn't know at this point that it was Cathy that got him off, though I'm not sure whether Ben would have been told either. Ben just grins when Peter threatens to call the police again, telling him that no one likes a grass, just like Auntie Sam said. It's the Mitchell Code of Honour, as we know, and clearly Ben's falling back on that now. He smashes a plate with the mallet, laughing at Peter's fear and calling him pathetic. Peter calls him out for the Phil-like behaviour, though, laughing at the idea of Ben thinking he and his dad are untouchable, or that their name still means something. He's clearly hitting a nerve, especially when he calls Ben a nobody, a nothing. And the reason it hits a nerve is because that's what Ben thinks of himself. But Peter's trying to take away this defence mechanism for Ben when it's all he has left. And what's more, he basically says the same thing Callum had said about how he's exactly the same as his dad. And I reckon that sends Ben into a rage because it's a reminder of how hopeless everything is for him. He launches himself at Peter with the mallet, using his other hand to land a punch when Peter blocks his other one. Peter's pushed toward the sink and Ben's behind him to grip the back of his neck. He partakes in some textbook Phil behaviour, dunking Peter in the sink of water. Not a pleasant watch by any means. But when Ben loses everything around him, this is normally what's left. He said it last week, self-preservation. He yells that Peter doesn't know what it's like to be him, and that he knows people think of him as a stupid queer boy living in his daddy's shadow. But they, and Peter, don't have a clue. There's a lot to unpack from that line alone, but in terms of the story, it seems to acknowledge that Ben needs help with more than the rape. The EastEnders haven't dropped the other things that make Ben so messed up. Like the attack in January, and even further back where his parents are concerned. There's a bit of an identity crisis happening, because nothing is helping. Nothing makes him feel like himself anymore. He leaves Peter on the floor, gasping for breath, point made. Kathy finds out that Ben's been let out when Peter returns to the house later, showing Kathy what Ben's done to him. I have to say that Kathy's nonchalance over what happened to Peter was quite amusing to me. She just skirts over it and reasons that Ben's staying with Phil now so Peter won't have to see him anymore. It dawns on Peter that Kathy is the reason Ben's out and realises that, shock horror, Ben will always come before him where Kathy's concerned. There's one more little Ben scene in this episode which shows him on the sofa at Phil's house. Gone from living with Peter to living with Sam and Kat. Lucky him. I like the little focus shift in the first shot, moving from the toy dinosaur to Ben with his head back looking at the ceiling. The toy dinosaur isn't real, and neither is Ben's bravado. Phil is strangely attentive, bringing in Ben something to eat. But then that's been him all week, watching Ben and his interactions. 
He sits opposite Ben and continues to watch as Ben takes a bite of the sandwich, as if accepting his fate. And just for some extra pain, he sits in front of the ball and wedding picture that's still hung up on the wall. Will that come down while he's staying there? Guess we'll see. This turns out to be Peter's last episode, and he leaves with a parting shot to Kathy about her role and how messed up Ben is, and specifically how she likes to pretend it's solely down to Phil, but she should look closer to home. I can't say he's wrong, and it's interesting that he said it, mentioning specifically what Kathy did to Ben in South Africa, i.e. faking her death so Ben had to be relocated to Walford with Ian and then with Phil. It feels like they're pulling all of these threads of Ben's issues together, but will we get a therapy payoff? Please. <laughs>